Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Bedworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla, and this is episode number 44. Hey, what's up, everybody, and happy Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. If you're new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, welcome back. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am back for another episode. If you're wondering if I dropped one last weekend, no, I did not. I was under the weather, not feeling well, and I didn't want to sound all stuffed up over the microphone. So I decided to just skip last week and just come out with a better one this week. Hopefully you guys were able to join me on Instagram on Saturday where I talk with Miss Chastity Brown about But God. If not, you can definitely check the replay out on Instagram. So this month, as promised, I'm going to be talking about self-care. Self-care is a must in order to be a healthy, functional human being. No matter if you're a woman, a man, or a child, taking care of yourself has to be number one on your priority list. So this week's topic is going to be taking care of self. We usually take care of everything and everybody before we take care of ourselves. So it's important. No, let me scratch that out. It's mandatory that we set aside time for me time along with self-care to keep up with this life. We all have those days where we're stressed out, we're overwhelmed, we're tired, we don't know where to turn. So it seems like we're just boiling up with just uh, just something to get out. But what I come to find out that when I feel like that, when I have that tension, that overwhelmness, the best thing I can do for myself is to take care of myself. And I've been learning this journey probably the last three to four years, how important it is to just take care of myself. When you're at a point in your life where you feel like you're burned out, you're on E, you don't know where to draw energy from, sometimes it's so hard to keep motivated to do what you need to do in every day. And I, even for me, I can say last week, even though I was sick, I still wasn't motivated to get up and do work or clean up or just take care of myself I just didn't feel good and I think because I didn't have any energy to pull from and when you kind of get off on schedule like if you're if you haven't worked out a couple of days it's kind of hard to get back and back on track to continue to work out and that's the same thing about you know healing yourself and self-care if you don't do it often 
it is hard to keep up with it. So I made a promise to myself that moving forward, I put myself on the calendar every week to take care of self-care. Plus, I do an hour daily of me time. Now, let me tell you the difference between the two. Me time. This is time focused on you. And I use it one hour a day. And it's usually towards the mid or end of my day. And it's a time for me to assess what's going on with me at that moment. Am I stressed? Am I overwhelmed? Am I happy? Do I need to rest? But that gives me that gives me that opportunity to really just sit down and think about how my day has been going. From 2 to 3 p.m., what I do is schedule my calendar and it pops up on my phone. It's time for me to have me time. And I block out everything that doesn't pertain to me at that moment. I'll get a sheet of paper. I'll do some brainstorming. I'll look at my to-do list. But at that moment, I'm turning everything inside internally to see what do I need to continue to function throughout the day. And I do that daily because sometimes we all have those days that we may have two to three good days. And then that one day that's the hardest, the most stressful is. Sometimes you don't check in with yourself or recover from it and you continue to drag that for the next three to four days. So I don't want that to happen. I do it daily just to make sure I check in, to make sure if I need help, if I need to call a friend, if I need to call my prayer partner to help me bounce out of it, that me time allows me to do that daily check-in to do with me. And I don't get on social media and scroll. I don't go get my nails done. This is just more of a mental for me. Just mentally sit down and see what's been going on, going on with me for the past 24 hours. Now, self-care is something that I do weekly. I try to do it a couple of times a week, but it doesn't necessarily work out like I would like. So weekly is the best that I, I can do and the commitment that I can make. And with self-care, is just taking care of myself mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. It just gives me that time to recharge my battery so I can start the week off right or maybe end the week off right. But that gives me a chance to do that during that time. And I can usually do massages, uh, pedicure, I'll read a book take a bubble bath, I'll get outside and get some fresh air, I'll even rest. And my good friend Star pointed out to me that rest is considered self-care as well. People think that when it's rest, it's just taking, uh, going to sleep and taking a nap. No, rest is sometimes just removing yourself from things around you and just be intentional with your body in resting. And for some people, sleep may not be resting. But resting is whatever you need it to be at that moment. And taking care of yourself should also be on your to-do list. Just like you schedule doctor appointments, meetings, kids sports activities, you need to schedule me time plus self-care time. Because as the years go, I notice for me that it seems like 
there's more stress, you know, there's more things in the world. There's the pandemic, there's COVID, there's job losses, there's things that going around in our own household that's causing us to be a lot more stressed and a lot more agitated that we need to be intentional with our time. And that's what ourself. So today I want to give you eight things you can do to take care of yourself. Number one, schedule self-care weekly. Make sure that whatever you do, it's on your calendar and that it pops up on your phone. So that means you are intentional with that time you set aside to take a bubble bath, to listen to music, to talk to a friend. Whatever your self-care is, allow it to be on your calendar. Number two, have me time daily. Like I said earlier, find something you can do daily where it's either 30 minutes, it's an hour, but check in with yourself. If you're someone that has high blood pressure, check your blood pressure at that point. Or if you're someone that gets headaches, check in with yourself. But this is a time for you to really just physically assess what's going on with your day. And if you feel like everything is good, then go ahead and move on to the rest of your day. But at least check in to make sure that you are doing okay within the 24-hour period. Number three, get plenty of rest. With rest, that could be between six to eight hours of sleep each night. That could be a nap during the day, or that can be in other forms of rest that you may need. But just make sure that when you are re-energizing and recharging yourself, that you're giving yourself enough time to shut down completely, allow it to rejuvenate and rest up. So when you get up in the morning or whenever you get up for the day, your body has enough energy to sustain for 24 hours. Four, eat healthier. Now I know some of us, we are guilty of eating bad snacks, sugar, chocolate, caffeine, uh, whatever little addiction we may have to bad food. But change your diet. Take out some of those sweets and candies and supplement or exchange them for fruits and smoothies. Because what some of the bad, um, you know, sometimes you feel bad and it could be just from the foods you're eating. Maybe you're eating too much fast food and you need to change your diet to a more cleaner base. But be mindful of the things that you bring into your body because that's the same energy you have to use throughout the day. So make sure you are eating healthier. Number five, get some daily exercise into your life. Try to incorporate 30 to 60 minutes a day of some type of physical activity. Not only will this help you reduce stress, but this will help you either lose some weight, trim up if you're trying to trim, maybe you're trying to keep a certain weight, but getting some exercise definitely helps you breathe better, feels better, and just remove some unnecessary stress. Six, set boundaries. If you're someone that's always telling people yes, and then you find out that you're the one that's overwhelmed, well, you have to set clear boundaries and tell people how they can work with you or how, how you move, basically. If I know that you're always available to me when I'm having a bad day or if I need you to help me move or whatever the case may be, you're that person that's always available, I'm going to keep coming to you. But until you tell me that you have boundaries and then that your time is valuable and I can't just keep coming to you, 
then that's what that person's going to do. So set clear boundaries on what you can and cannot do for your well-being. Number seven, invest in yourself. Find different classes, different seminars that you can take that can help you become a better person overall. Because in order to take care of yourself, you have to mentally take care of yourself and make sure that you are investing in different learning activities, different classes. Uh, maybe you need to be more budget friendly or you want to learn how to do a new craft. But continue to invest in yourself is also another way that you can, can take care of your overall self. Eight and last is to remove yourself from social media. There's going to be times that spending four to five hours a day on social media can be draining in itself. But just having your eyes and your your body on social media the whole time, that can be sometimes a downer depending on what you're looking at. If you're doing a comparison deal, that can also have adverse effects on how you are looking at social media. So if it's daily, you set yourself a limit of an hour a day or two hours a day, use the remainder time of that day to do something that is productive to you. Because I know for me, four hours a day is not productive for me to look at somebody else's life on social media. So I have to be more mindful with my time. So hopefully those eight things will help you look at your life a little bit different, especially if you're not taking care of yourself properly. Just look at the areas where you can kind of find some life balance where if one area that you are not taking care of and one area you are more, you know, take. So if you're higher in social media and less on uh, physical activity, find ways on how to balance that out so you are not overwhelming yourself and stressing yourself out. Before I go, make sure you are following me on social media. You can find me under Arvilla Beckworth, either on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find the podcast at A Second Chance at Life Podcast. Both are on Facebook and Instagram. But if you want to reach out to me, send me a quick note. Definitely hit me up on Arvilla at ArvillaBeckworth.com. I would love to hear from you guys, see how you guys are doing, how this podcast has been helping you. And until next week, keep on smiling. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.